Um, welcome back to episode 15 of this journey of watching Groundhog Day, the movie, every week, once a week, for one year. Um, guys, I really feel like we need to talk about the map of Tiny Perfect Things that we watched two weeks ago, because I was listening to it uh, tonight, and or today, and... Um, the audio for Jason is audio for Jason is only um, even there for like the last ten minutes, which makes it a really funny episode because it's just me and you, BG. Um, <laughs> Zing! Got him with that one. Um, your audio is so weak right now, BG. Come on, you got to really—I don't know if you got to uh, bane the uh, microphone the way Jason did so greatly last week. Yeah, episode 14 was great, Jason. You really, I mean, your questions, your questions, they were amazing. Um, I loved them. Um, I did too. That was, that was very good. Very good thoughts he has. The way he can tell a story by asking questions is unparalleled. Yeah. Jason, are you hearing his audio? Are you hearing what BJ's saying at all? Okay. All right. I'm going to need to take my headphones out, I guess. So that I um, guess that's probably what I need to do, too. Wake up the whole house. Yeah, we're going to wake up the whole house. You know why? We're masters of our domain. BG, talk real quick. King of the castle. King of the castle. Lord of our manor. All right. Let's see. Now i got to change my Bluetooth settings here. Jason, you're really screwing this up. What did I do? I want to read an email to you guys while we get ready. Um, I have a theme song that we'll have to play, Jason, as soon as you get off this. Um, I have a theme song that my man Wasp did, and he said he needed to get a feel for the show. He gave me a kind of generic one a couple episodes ago. I I don't know if you heard it, Jason, but it was pretty good. but he found an email from a page, and it says in quotations, in the greatest state of all, South Carolina. Page from South Carolina, and she described our show like this. Um, Bo, spelled B-O for some stupid reason. Like yeah. I have body odor. Of course I don't have body odor. Come on. Be glad it's not When your podcast start- What? Yeah, it should be BM. Spelled B. Bo spelled BM. <laughs> when your podcast starts out, you so want it to be good, and then something seems to happen. And when ba- when Jason or BG say something, you look and sound like you are hurt. Then you seem to have no energy. Then you say <laughs> something emotional, and I feel like you're going to cry. And I would too, except it seems so out of the blue. Then you seem to always get super pissed off at something, usually your co-host, and then it's like the uh, twisted face with the the tears coming out, funny laughing. Then you get really funny. Hey, why don't you just start the podcast about 40 minutes in? (laughs) Ha ha. You are really funny. Then you start mumbling and stuff, and I usually turn it off towards the end. (laughs) <laughs> Love you guys. $339.88. Love to Kaylee. So, um, 
Wasp read that and he found it and he tried to create a theme song that did all those things. I look forward to that. I don't yeah. agree with most of that stuff, but it's funny. And it, what, did, what did she say specifically about me, though? I felt like I read the whole email. Did I miss part of it? <laughs> And I think when Jason or B, she mentions you. She says, when Jason or BG say something, you look and sound like you're hurt. So, well, you got mentioned there. You look and sound. I don't know. I, we're not putting video of this out because if it was, you would see the circus that's going around, going on around BG's head with these cats. That cat is dangerously close to hitting your forehead several okay. times. Look, he's stalking. Oh, there he goes. Jeez. He's biting me, look. He's not just, like, pretending either. He's really biting. He's crazy. He's really he's to to yeah, he's he, really going for the uh, that vein across your wrist, man. Watch yeah. out. Yeah. He watches me sleep all the time. Hey, did you, BG, did you hear Jason say murder cat? Jason, you got a question? Oh, I, uh, yeah, I have a question. <laughs> Shoot. Couldn't have said it better myself, son. Oh, are you telling me to ask it, or are you just asking if I had a question? I was taking a poll. Do you do you have a question? Yeah, I have a question. All right, BG, you have a question? I don't. All right, don't we're, have... we're, one, we're one and one on questions. Um, yeah, Jason, would you like to ask your question, bud? Oh, sure. Um, why, did, why, did, why do you start mumbling at the end of the podcast? I didn't get that either. I thought it was something to do with the Wi-Fi and lagging. And you're, you know you're the reason for the season, right, bud? Like, I mean, we can dance around this all, all week, but you're the lag on the, the, the Wi-Fi every week, I'm thinking. Because I'm steady pulling in 240 bars here. You got all 240? Well, when I when I do speed test, what's my internet speed? Yeah, it's it's 230, 250, 260. That's really that's out enough of, for a podcast. Out of what? Three thousand? <sighs> BG, I can answer this. You wanna go ahead and take it? It's out of what? Uh seven I feel good about that. I'll go with, I'll back my buddy BG, uh, MPS, MBPS. I'm going to say 725 is about the max you could get even with 5G. Sounds right. MBPS, MBPS. Mega blokes per. All right, Jason, you obviously know what Wi-Fi does. I don't know. You have seven networks and it all, they all suck. Tell me, explain to me how internet works. I don't know. Look, I mean, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to get my questions answered on here. Apparently, I'm not noteworthy enough to even be mentioned in the email. She specifically mentioned you. She says, um, the only time she mentions BG, she talked about you for 30 minutes, and then she just casually said, uh, and all the others. I swear we're, I swear we're dealing with timeout dilation, BG. Um. <laughs> The only time she mentions you, she doesn't even mention, well, she doesn't mention me at the very beginning. 
But then the only time she mentions BG's name or your name is in the same sentence, bud. I don't know why you're acting like uh, you're getting the cold shoulder here, champ. And this is just one email that uh, I love because it's from a female. I mean, of course, we get a lot of male listeners, and we love everybody to listen. Um, it's just kind of cool that we're mainly like a sports and jock kind of podcast. And it tends to demograph more towards men. So I celebrate when we have a woman email in or a listener and all that. Um, I don't want to, I don't want to hurt this, this potential flower we have out growing in, in, in South Carolina. I think that's a good idea. Yeah. Jason? Don't kill the flowers. Don't kill flowers, Jason. I was on mute. What'd you say? All right. Walk towards the light. We're on the walk towards the light. Um, oh, my God. Jason, you want to take us out there? My walk towards the light moment was being mentioned in our first listener email. That was nice for me as well, that it was a positive thing about you. It wasn't. It wasn't, it was. you're saying it wasn't? It was. It was. She didn't say you were mumbling. Yeah, she didn't say that you were mumbling, and, and she turns it off when you start talking. And uh, and I would feel bad, except it's so out of the blue. I mean, like, you're acting like she's tiny violin and me, and I'm like, I'm getting ripped apart on all five phases of the game, bud. Did you not hear what... Like it's glowing about me. Why do you get super pissed off usually at your co-host? That's what it says. Then you're funny for a second. Um, then you just start to slur your words and start mumbling and stuff. And I usually turn it off then. How dare she? I feel like she's trying to say something about me. Why don't you just say it, South Carolina? I know what's wrong. No, I figured it out. It's because you're editing out all of my content, so people don't understand what's happening. But, Jason, we keep in all the funny stuff that you say. Well, that's the problem. Now I understand why nobody knows who I am. Yep. BJ? <laughs> no, I'm you so right, Carl. So, I have a... uh He-Man's in an arch enemy. Hold on. I have a walk towards the light this week. All right. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Because I actually watched this movie yesterday with my wife. And wow. my walk towards the light is how it, it just becomes like you, you actually – you see everything happening in slow motion. You know how they say professional athletes just practice and practice and practice until they just everything kind of slows down. This movie like takes the game, the game slows down. Yeah. 16 hours to finish because I already know exactly what's fixing to happen. I say what's fixing to happen whether anybody's in the room with me or not. So my walk towards the light is 
the movie takes 16 hours after you've watched it 23 times. You have to not comment on it when someone else is in the room. I've learned that. Um, because yeah. we're, we're, we're playing chess when they're still playing checkers on this movie. And yeah. um, my wife said something that... Uh, my wife... Jason, you want to do it this time? No, I was about to, but I didn't want to steal your thunder. Um, my wife, um, she tried to watch it with me. I asked her cause it was on independent film channel, I believe, or something this week. Um, and I said, uh, Hey, you want to watch a little bit of this with me? And she asked a question and I have it in quotes here. And I thought the same thing myself. Um, how did Andy McDowell, how did Andy McDowell or Bill Murray ever ever I wrote this down wrong obviously my wife doesn't know like this but I wrote recover their career after this movie ever be stars of movies she probably said it much better than that I mean I think Bill Murray should be a star of a movie and she said his stripes as good as Caddyshack and I was like no and she's like I mean there you go there you go yeah, but Ghostbusters is stripes. He is a primary on that. He is a primary. You know what I kept doing? I kept telling her stupid facts that I know that I hate that I know. Like mm-hmm. Harold Ramis wrote the lyrics to Weatherman, and now he's a part of the Songwriters Association. And it was not actually filmed in Puxatawney. It was filmed in Woodstock, Illinois. And they brought the citizens of Punxsutawney to Woodstock, Illinois, and they even agreed that it was a better site. And I'm sitting here saying all this, and I'm like, I have do you a problem. Think you're making the film, do you think you're making the film more interesting to her at that point? Oh, God. Because I, like, no. I feel like to my son, I'm an Amazon pop-up, whether he asks for it or not. And I'm like, I'm blocking the movie. I'm like, oh, hey, this is Stephen Tobrowski. Stephen, this is Stephen Tobrowski. And also that song was Dylan McDermott. And, and I'm like, yeah. Oh, I'm the, exactly. exactly. My son would click off me quickly because I'm not making it more interesting. I feel like I am because I have so much background knowledge, but yeah, that sucks for, I mean, I can't imagine watching in a room with any of us if we haven't no. just watched this movie 45 times. No. It's kind of, right, we got to get the categories. Jason's on a time crunch, um, but then we'll get really on the funny stuff after 30 minutes, guys. Um, Anything new? Did y'all guys witness anything new? I did not. What Jason say? So we got a new email. We did get an email. You're right. Oh, yeah, a new email. It didn't mention me or Ben, but... It mentioned you both in the same sentence, bud. Remember that? We just talked about it. Hey, I'll take it. Any news is good news. You know what I mean? Yeah, Jason. What, have you ever heard of that one? We are relevant. No. I always thought it was no good news. It's good news. No good news is good news. You hear that? I heard something. Yeah. That was terrible. Yeah, that was your audio. It's not very good coming through my phone. I'm sorry. All right, 
BG, we're ready to go on to the next thing? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Um, I feel like there's no reciprocity in this viewing. I mean, what is Groundhog Day getting out of this? I'm getting so much out of each viewing, but what are they getting from us? I sent you guys uh, that YouTube video of Punk's Tony. It looks lit, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Did you guys watch that? They're doing it overnight. You know where uh, Rita comes out and says they get cold and they sing songs and they go mm-hmm. back and sing by the fire. They do. They like party overnight, and I bet it's a party. Yeah. Well, you are Rita. They're hicks. You think there's like groundhog skanks out there? Oh, I mean, you're talking about some cleat chasers. Come on. I don't know what they'd be called. Woodchuck chucks. I don't know. Woodchuck chicks. Woodchuck chicks. Woodchuck chicks. I like it. Um, country music band. Woodchuck chick of the week is coming from uh, what was that chick's name from Carolina? Paige. Paige from South Carolina. Love Hilton Head. Love the shipyard. I said S H I P yard. Jason, let's not get that confused. Um. What are you looking for next time, guys? Let's get right on to the next, next category. What are you all looking for next time? The sweet release of death. <laughs> kind of went dark there. We're only 15 of 52 in there, bud. Come on. What are you looking for? End credits? Yeah, of course. Sweet release of death. Seems a little dark. <laughs> I'm looking. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to count how many times Bill Murray says high altitude. I'm going to keep it. <laughs> I got a camera. I'm doing it. Well, what I'm looking for next time, I don't want to get too much into this. I've got a whole uh, episode really diving into women's hair care. Um, she might have Will Smith's wife disease. Andy McDowell, that's what I'm looking for next time. I don't want to get too into the weeds here, but I think her hair, I think her hairline is receding. Um, I hope everybody heard the word that Jason said while I was still talking. Alopecia, I think is what he said. Um, You're however, that's not my clinical diagnosis yet. I'm, I'm, that's what I'm looking for next. Um, Jason, any errors? Do you think Bill Murray would slap somebody if they mentioned that Ellie Andy McDowell's alopecia? I guarantee Rob Reiner would. <laughs> Just because he was that good of friends with Harold Ramos. I mean, Rob Reiner would fight a person who easily would beat him up. Easily. You know how many shots Rob Reiner can take? Two. Are you kidding me? He's a human. He's a human wearing skin, but he's actually the Pillsbury Doughboy underneath. I mean, like, he took so many racial abuses by Archie Bunker, Jason. I mean, his skin is thick. Is that Rob Reiner? Is he still alive? Yeah. You're thinking of Rob Schneider. Rob Reiner was meathead on... on yeah, that's why I said Rob Reiner, bud. That's why we were oh, talking... Oh, man, I forgot about that. That's a good call. Is he still alive? Yeah, of course Rob Reiner is still alive. He's very wealthy. Yes. Wealthy people live forever. That was my first moment of actual joy and interest on this entire podcast. What? What I just said? About... Rob Reiner being meathead. Yeah, if you get out of the negative space, I really have some really good pulls because I'm kind of smart too, but I didn't take the ACT going into 12th grade like somebody's bitch ass. Um, all right, so um, 
BJ, what's going on to uh, any errors? Did you get any errors, bud? I did not. I was too busy talking during the movie. <laughs> did your wife watch the whole movie with you? No, she she only gave it about 15 minutes and then she had enough. <laughs> uh, you want to share things you're embarrassed about. Hold on. We're, we're probably going to have to cut this part real quick, but I got a, like a 30-second story. Um, my wife and I were um, – we weren't married yet, but she went to the, um, the clinic or whatever at uh, Alabama just because she had been running a fever. And uh, they were like, okay, we did all the tests and stuff. And um, you don't have AIDS, herpes, chlamydia, any any STD. And I'm in the back of the room, and I'm just like, I'm tiger fist pumping. <laughs> like, just, you know, snuck one past the gully, baby. <laughs> um, all right, let me get off topic real quick before we go on to the next category. Bo Jackson was the first pick of the NFL draft. And he didn't sign with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, he did get drafted a couple months later as a fourth-round pick of the Royals. Um, you know, he wasn't allowed to play baseball his senior year at Auburn because uh, pre-draft, the Buccaneers had flown him from Auburn to get a physical. They put him on a private jet and flown him down to Tampa to get a physical. And the SEC, uh, mainly chaired by Skip Bertman of LSU's head coach, went and said, like, no, this is impermissible. It wasn't an NCAA violation. It was an SEC violation enacted that year by Skip Bertman, who, in a, like a two-game swing, defeated Auburn and was the SEC West champs that year because Bo Jackson couldn't play his senior year of, of baseball. The same thing happened to Bo Jackson. He was such a freak that coaches got together and said that he could not play his senior year of football in high school because they said if you turned 19 during the season, which the championship game would have been played on December 2nd, if you turned 19 during the season, you couldn't play that year. And Bo Jackson turned 19 on November 30th of his senior year. So he was ineligible to play his senior year of high school. I mean, like, how much of a freakazoid do you have to be to in high school and in college? They change the rules to ban you. Yeah, that's that's pretty good. But Skip Bertman is a turd. Well, I will never, I will never forgive him for LSU beating us in the World Series in what nineteen ninety seven. Pathetic. I thought it was Miami that beat us. Was it Miami that beat us? We lost twice. We've been three times, I think. Maybe two times. We yeah. lost to LSU because uh, Todd Walker hit a walk-off grand slam or some bull crap like that. I liked how the announcers called it gorilla ball instead of what it was, steroid ball. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, we had a second baseman who could who looked like the physical embodiment of Papa. Yeah. What was his name? What was that second baseman's name? He could hit so many home runs. All right, Jason, what did you think? Bo Jackson? Is he the greatest athlete yeah. ever? Is that his mom's house that you see from uh, Highway 65 up near Huntsville? Mm-hmm. That's Benson Edwards' mother's house. Oh, Bo Jackson. Mm-hmm. Benson Edward Jackson. 
Do you know he was recruited by Bear Bryant? That's I, that's always what I've heard. BG, do you know about this house up on sixty five? Supposedly, Bo, I've always heard. I mean, growing up, I always heard that it was Bo Jackson's mom's house. Yeah, he was from Leeds. Yeah, I always he heard was from Leeds. Like letting her out to eat grass, but they don't want her running away. What did you say, BG? He was from Leeds. Yeah, yeah, from McAdory, Leeds area. Um, but supposedly up near Huntsville, he's got that. Uh, his mother has a house on 65. I'm not sure. Oh, you mean like after he made it big and he bought her a house or something? It's yeah. Huge. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant like the boyhood home or something. All right. Existential insights. Jason, you want to lead us off there? Existential insights would be like at eight oh three, we let it go. That's going to be mine. Whatever he says, I still haven't watched the bonus features of that. He's taking. Wait, you haven't watched the? uh, Did you get that text message I sent you? Did you both get that text message I sent you? Which one? Ignore your text messages. Well, that's not kind or considerate. Well, I'm really just not memorable enough to be. <laughs> so I go by Burger King uh, most every morning, and I sent you guys my receipt that I get every morning. If you just check your text messages, I think you'll find it a bit concerning. Did you order backup grits? Of course. I don't see it, but I do see the Snack Panther that I sent y'all. Wasn't that funny, Snack Panther? I don't know. That guy's really that guy's really obese. Is he painted? Is his uh, is his upper torso painted? No, it's like a Halloween costume. I just imagine that that guy looks like Carl Winslow underneath that costume. It's not the same. It's not the size that I would order. <laughs> It's not the hero. It's not the hero you want. It's the hero you deserve, or whatever that line is. It's not the shirt you want. It's the shirt you deserve. <laughs> what are All we right, looking Jason, at, Jason? Did you did you already get my existential insights? I'm sorry, I forgot. No, we we're waiting on yours. I just feel like you guys were both mean about my ink BD. I mean, and all of my emails are saying so. Like, ink BD was important um, to my family. Um, Is that your aunt one tit? Well, that's what family members called her. Um, but Mr. Mazingly was pretty important to the world. Well, his father was, I think. I think it was his father. Because... Did, you, did your grandparents have in their carport, did they have a case of lead to put in their gas tanks? Mine did not. I mean, just some powdered lead. No, it was just bottles. It was like a fuel additives, you know, lead additives to put in your gas tank. Because my, did, both did my. Did your grandfather stick his finger in it and then rub it on his gums? 
No, that'd be crazy. What? Um, but I mean, they had cases and cases of it. All right. Um, groundhog level of responsibility, aka who's responsible. What do you guys think? We're almost at 30 minutes, so BG. I'm going to go with the groundhog handler this time because when you look, when he gets the little rat out of his cage, <laughs> he has this smug, <laughs> crappy. <laughs> and you know he's just scheming. He's like, yeah, I got this little fricker. You know what I mean? Like, he just looks so smug. Like, his crap doesn't stink. It's got to be him. He's got to be doing it. What about you, Jason? You got you got the spotlight right now. I, I thought of that. I thought of the Wrangler in uh, what is it? Old school, where he's at the party. Will Ferrell's at the party, and uh, oh, yeah. Stifler or whatever. Is that old school? Yeah. And Stifler, Stifler's the animal Wrangler, and he's like, "You like that, huh?" And like trying yeah. to get the animals all real riled up. I felt like that was the same thing that was going on that morning. Uh, I really had to leave the room. I was like about to start cough fitting. Like how funny what you just said was, uh, Jason, take it over there. What, what was the question? Who's responsible? I'm still pretty sure it was Harold Ramis that was responsible for this whole mess. <laughs> yeah. Well, what was the guy name? What was the guy that wrote the thing? He wrote the screenplay. I can't remember right now. Danny Rubin. Danny Rubin. That little turd. He was a little responsible. He wanted it to be like some kind of dark, macabre, disgusting, feel bad movie. I hate you know? when writers say, uh, "I wanted it to be in medias ray." Jason, what do you think about that? Pretentious, right? Really, it should have been. I didn't know what you said. It sounded pretentious. In medias Ray, it's uh, Latin for in the middle of things. To be in the middle of things, he wanted it to be like fifty years in or whatever, and you're just kind of left in a lurch to know why uh, Phil Connors is able to do all this. I didn't understand that though. Well, definitely don't say anything funny or <laughs> insightful. That's always good for a podcast. I know. I like BG, I'm just telling you, episode 13, it might be our best episode, bud. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, we're funny. I mean. Is that the one where my audio got deleted? Well, <laughs> you were only in the last 10 minutes. That's when everybody tunes out. Well, yeah, that's usually when I start mumbling. That's right. All right. Do we got anything else? Oh, wait. Uh, last two categories, Jason, before you get off and we get funny. Um, um, what was it? Our last two categories. Uh, rate this movie. Rate this movie. Oh, man. One to 100. Two. A two? All right, wait, hold on. Did I say my uh, background spotlight? I mean, did I say who my uh, 
I think we, no. we, we don't care about the background spotlight, right? No, you did your level of responsibility. Level of responsibility. I've been thinking about something, guys. Andy McDowell doesn't seem like she's normal. Right? No. She's not like of this world. Definitely. Do you not. guys remember the movie Predators? Jesus Christ. No. <laughs> All right. In the movie Predator, they come to Earth as aliens to hunt people. But they won't they don't want just normal. I mean it's so easy for them to kill normal people. They want commandos. They want your um you know they want your Arnold Schwarzeneggers. They want your uh uh, the Jesse the Body Ventura, if they can get it. You know, they want the alpha males. They want your, um, what was uh, Carl Weathers? Yeah, they want Carl Weathers. I like the guy in that movie that said, uh, you go stop position one more time, I'm going to cut you real bad. I think that was Tom Selleck or Tom Sizemore. I'm not sure. I can never keep those two apart. This was a movie. This was a movie called Predators, and I'm kind of thinking that maybe some type high mind mentality. Andy McDowell is like an of an alien race. They didn't tell the backstory. They cut so many days. You have to remember they cut at least eight thousand years worth of days, at least. And I'm thinking she's sent here. Not just kill, but to change the mind of Phil Connors. To make him think, unlike a normal man should think, let's have as many babies as possible. At high altitudes. And live at high altitudes. Why? Because they're going to be interstellar space traveling, baby. They'll save fuel and landing costs if they're higher up. We've nailed it. We've nailed it. I think you just... I like boats, but not the ocean. What did you say, BG? I think you just uncovered the secret. It's now either we that or insurance. We've nailed it down. It's either that or insurance. Yeah. Oh, man, I've got so many funny things to talk about. And Ned the Head. Ned the Head. I still kind of think deep down Ned the Head is pulling the strings until he buys every policy he can. That is definitely what the internet says it is. He is the devil. Bill Connors has already died. And that's what the internet is talking about. They're in the streets about it. Um, Jason rated this a two, so I think we can go ahead and cut him loose. Um, Jason, good, happy travels tomorrow, bud. Thank you. Love you so much. Thank you for coming on. Talk to you tomorrow. Christmas. Are we talking tomorrow? Uh, I probably won't be able to talk tomorrow because I'll be in New York City. In Medias Ray, they say, huh? Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people say that. You, you wouldn't you'd be surprised. Well, a lot of spoke, people spoke Latin. I don't know. All right. Love you, man. Love you, too. Talk to you later. All right. Bye. Bye. All right, BJ. Anything left? Rate your movie? Oh, my movie watching experience this week started off like an 85 because I felt like I really know this movie. I know all this stuff. I'm fixing to flex some knowledge muscles here. And then when she left the room, it became like, I don't know, 45. Because I just had this whole wave of shame. Like, why? Did I, 
I had this fragile little butterfly in my hand, and I just smashed yeah. it together and just twisted it into dust. So, did you ever eat up mice and men? No, I'm not a big reader. So I'm not a big movie watcher or a big reader. Well, it's about a. Uh, I think they're friends. They might be brothers, but it's about George, who's just um, just smart enough to get himself into trouble, and uh, his his. Um, mentally challenged brother Lenny and uh, they get like a mouse and George like wants to just pet it and, and take care of it but he's big and strong and, and simple and he ends up crushing the mouse mm. and uh, I felt like that when my son was watching the movie with me and I was like oh, oh, oh Steven Kowalski you gotta and he's like alright dad I, I just I'd rather go watch Big City Greens or something like that. Yeah. I'm like, oh, all right, cool. cool, cool. That's exactly the same thing my wife said. She said, I'd rather go watch Big City yeah. Greens. And then she did. That show is actually pretty funny. It is. It is very funny. All right. You ready for my theme song? I feel like I haven't heard it. Wasp said he did an amazing job. And real quick, it, it was supposed to be uh, encapsulating the fact that when your podcast starts out, you want it to be so good. Then something seems to happen. And when Jason or BG say something, you look and sound like you're hurt. Then you seem to have no energy. Then you say something emotional. I feel like you are going to cry. And I would too, except it seems so out of the blue. Then you always get super pissed off at something. Usually your co-host. Weird, weird face emoji. Laughing. Then you get really funny. Hey, why don't you just start the podcast about 40 minutes in? <laughs> well... <laughs> Sometimes we do. We cut a lot out, unbelievably. Um, you're really funny. Then you start to mumble. And Why does she have to be mean in every facet? In the beginning, in the middle, in the end, she's mean. I'm trying to do something. We're putting this out. I mean, mainly we do it for the cash. But Yeah. Sweet, sweet bread. And the swag. Those t-shirts are going to be popping. We got to talk about the website, man. You know how much they were going to charge me for the website? Nope. 40 bucks a month. I had to, I pulled it down. I pulled it down. I mean, we're still on the domain, but I'm, I'm talking to Squarespace and stuff like that. They were wanting to be 40, 45 bucks. A, I think it's 44 bucks a month, 44.99 a month to do the Jeez. website and have a store. And I'm like, what if we just, and it's like, oh, but that comes with, Three free emails, and I'm like, does Gmail cost something? Uh, does Hotmail cost anything? What are you talking about? Three free emails. Like, that's not a selling point. Yeah. I have a Yahoo address that I've had for like since I was 16, and it still works, and I still use you're it. Paying, you're paying a bunch a month for that, right? Yeah. You're paying no, about 44 bucks a month? Yeah. Exactly. No, it's, it's free. Yeah, it's email. She acted like that was a selling point. I was like, it's not a selling point. All right. You ready? Let's do it. We're just going to end it with the, the theme music. According to, um, what's her name from South Carolina? Man. All I can think of is Kaylee now. She even said something to Kaylee. Oh, yeah. She said shout out to Kaylee. Um, that was, let me look back. 
Paige from South Carolina. Paige. Hey, you know what I like, right. though, is most of our women listeners are vocal. That's good. Giving us feedback. They're, they're, really, they're really not. We've probably gotten 100, 150 emails to uh, my mom thinks you're dumb, Y-O-U-R-E, not apostrophe. We're not getting any right now from MMTYD Podcast. We've got about 50 or so from that. Um, so when I say 150 to my mom thinks you're dumb at gmail.com. No apostrophe in the Y-O-U-R-E. Um, split between those, we've got this. Um, and there's only been like two females, and we've read them both on here. <laughs> well, at least we're making it seem like the females are very vocal. Yeah, I said something about, uh, this is from a guy, so I don't even want to read his handle. <laughs> All right, you ready? You let me know, I'm on start it, and you tell me how the volume is. All right. He said, I'll love you till I die. That's 100%. You're, it's, is it too loud or is it? No, that's perfect. Right. Just like your microphone volume. All right. I've just got one button to hit. So here we go. He said, I'll love you till I die. She told him you'll forget. What's happened that first step in that juicy? Where'd you been? I was happy. Giant leech got me. What would you do if you were stuck in one place? Every day was exactly the same, and nothing that you did mattered. He kept her picture. That about sums it up for me. No one talks in my meetings. No one! You take out your pencils and write. Now, don't you tell me you don't remember me because I sure as heck I remember you. You're right when you say my father was no businessman. I know that. Why he ever started this cheap penny attic building alone, I'll never know. But neither you nor anybody else can say anything against his character because his whole life, which in the 25 years since he and Uncle Billy started this thing, he never once thought of himself. And that right, Uncle Billy? He didn't save enough money to send Harry to school, let alone me. But he did help a few people get out of your slums, Mr. Potter. And what's wrong with that? Right. You can't win! 
He's over her. Excuse me. He's Where's not everybody going? Her. Perfect. That was perfect. Right. I'm a little bit biased. <clears throat> I love the Ric Flair. I mean, it did have an art, didn't it? I mean, yeah. the, the, the what was his name? George Bailey thing in the middle? That was a little long, and it was like, my father didn't think so. I mean, like, it was an impassioned, and she says in the email something about you get really emotional. <laughs> and almost we feel like crying but it's so out of the blue and then you just get really angry and it's like you creased up most muscle head pump. I was I was I was trying to follow along with it man that was a good one that was the nature boy he said you're going to be a Rick uh, Rick he said you're going to be a uh, Richard Simmons lookalike yeah you'll just sit there on the couch and turn into a well, basically, if you're doing the, uh, I mean, we can get into the Steiner Brothers again, but um, if you're doing that level and not doing the estrogen blocker and all that stuff, like, <laughs> you're going to lose it pretty quickly unless you're just, I don't know. Now, I tell you about the, my wife sent me an article about what the rock is, it's some kind of men's fitness, men's health or something. No. And it's what the rock supposedly eats a day and and his workout routine and it's like 6 30 9 30 lifting weights and then like 2 30 to 6 30 lifting weights and 8 30 to 9 30 at night cardio and it's like what do you do for cardio i, I hang huge chains that like tie up uh ships aircraft carriers to the dock I, ha I hang those around my neck and I do pull-ups. That's my cardio. And it's like, mother sucker, there's no <laughs> physical way at 55 years old, you're working out nine hours a day. Yeah. There's no way. You no. can't be 275 and 3% body fat at 55. It's you couldn't not be natural. that at like 25. It's impossible. Is it? Is it? If that? If you're making millions of dollars, I mean, if you're 25 and you're honestly making millions of dollars to be in shape, is it possible to do it naturally? Well, it just depends on what you define as in shape. If you want to be like, uh, you know, let's say you got 20 million dollars, 20 million dollars a year, could you do it naturally? Well, if you have the genetics, At 25, I say yeah. If you have like Bo Jackson genetics. And yes, but you got to look at this. Before we had all this technology, you look at like the premier athletes of their time, like Babe Ruth, for instance. Mm. There's no way that guy ever even knew anything about a weight or working out or trying to, you know, jog for exercise or anything like that. He smoked cigars while he was on the bench. 
So right, hold on. Ty Cobb's bat. Ty Cobb's bat. I looked into this after a couple weeks ago. We had what memorabilia, and I almost bought an Ichiro Suzuki bat. It would have been, it would have been expensive, but I almost bought one. Um, Ty Cobb bat. I cannot afford. I could afford it, but there's no way I could justify it to my wife. Um, his bat was a 32 inch, 39 ounce bat. I mean, like that's that's really heavy. Yeah. And a short a short bat and really heavy. I mean, like were dudes back in the day like I know they weren't like Jose Canseco, but they were really strong, right? Like they did everything. They didn't like just it wasn't like just go out and crank your car. You had to do like a crank and stuff. You yeah. Know, like, well, they had to they work. Like they, really they had to like work their whole lives. You know when they're. Mm-hmm. 10 years old, they're not playing PlayStation. They're outside farming, plowing the fields with a mule and crap. So it's a different time. But they also didn't have the technology we have now where we can put GPS sensors on our chest that measure how, you know, hard we're practicing and working out and all this crap. So that kind of helps, number one. Number two, the genetics. Have you seen the size of kids nowadays? Have you seen that 12-year-old that won the MVP award at some football thing that's got like a full beard and he's like 6'1 already, but he's 12? So many Danny Almontes today. So many Danny Almontes today. There really is. And it's it's just going to keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And everybody's already, you know, twice as strong as they used to be when they're kids. So yeah, now they know all kinds of steroids. I've heard accounts of, of Babe Ruth being between 6'3 and 6'5 and easily 250. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you know this. I was in Atlanta. This is probably, what, 20 years ago? When did we play in the Elite Eight? Uh, and we got destroyed by Mecca Okafor in Connecticut. 2005, 2006? It was either 5'6 or 4'5. I can't remember. All right. So um, somehow uh, I got my brother-in-law's ultra expensive law firm, uh, huge law firm in Birmingham seats in Atlanta. Um, He works for a huge law firm in Birmingham, but they had seats for the Atlanta. And we were like second row of uh, watching us get destroyed by UConn that year. Um, yeah. Kind of like this year. Sitting behind, sitting behind and beside me was none other than Yao Ming. Oh, my God. And uh, at the middle of the break, I was like, hey, huge fan. Yao Ming, huge fan, huge fan. Love, 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 love you. He shook my hand, and when I say he shook my hand, the very base of his hand covered my hand. Yeah. And I'm not kidding. All of his fingers were above my thumb. (laughs) I mean, it was like E.T. phone home, I felt like. I was like, I'm putting a child hand into a fully formed human. He was the biggest person. Uh, and, you know, I, I, I coached Herb Jones, or I taught Herb Jones. He was in my homeroom. 
And I told you he would steal pencils, not from the row next to me, not from the yeah. row next to him, but from the next row. Cause he was a ter human pterodactyl. Yeah. So we're fully aware of being around professional athletes and how ridiculously long sometimes they can be. Mm -hmm. Yao Ming was otherworldly. I couldn't even imagine. Yeah, we were talking about June Law in one episode, and I was like, yeah, I guess that's the biggest star I've ever met. No, the literally the biggest star I've ever actually yeah. met was Yao Ming. And yeah. the only thing I did was shook his hand, and it was like, and I was like, oh, thank you for visiting the world of children. <laughs> and I'm a, I'm a big person. I mean, I'm not usually that dwarfed in life. But anyway. yeah. I would love to meet Yao Ming just because of that. Like, I just couldn't imagine, you know, even just watching him. With the basketball in his hand, so you can just gauge, you know exactly how big a basketball is. And seeing his hand on a basketball, making it look like one of those little mini basketballs that used to be like team colored. And then looking at the size of his head compared to the size of his hand. I mean, he had to wear like a double digit size hat, did he not? Didn't his well, head look like it, Yeah, if you look it up, they would say he's a. I mean, by definite, if you, I mean, if you looked it up, he's a foot and one inch taller than me, but it's not even the same species. His yeah. head is so much larger. His shoulders are so wide. I mean, him sitting in a normal seat is ridiculous. The only reason I noticed it is because I looked behind uh, Aaron, who does our editing, and Yao Ming's knees were like, touching his seat. That's how I noticed. I was like, I looked back over my shoulder and I was like, first off, the fact that we're sitting in front of Yao Ming, they, how much pull do these law, what does these law firms have? And I, I'll tell you the same thing that I told Aaron that day. I was like, I just really want to meet Shaq now. I just really want to meet Shaq now. Because, I mean, when Shaq says, this is a big roomy interior, there is no way that he's sitting inside a Kia or something like no. he can't be. He's I've seen his shoe. His Reebok shoe was. It's a tennis racket. It's so 21 big. 22. 22 something. in 22 size. And and Yao made him look small. Yao looked bigger, like way bigger than Shaq even. Well, there was a couple of years there where, like, Shaq was at least equaled by Yao. Yeah. Right? I mean, like, he was he was so big. His legs were so much thicker than people gave him credit for. He was not a Sean Bradley. No. That dude was not, built not from the ground Manute up. Bowl. Not Manute Bowl. No, oh. definitely not a Manute. Not a Bowl Bowl. Have you seen no. Bowl Bowl's been showing out? Yeah. Him and, I was, uh, I was on him when he was 16. Oh, I'm, I'm a big Thon maker. I had stock, a lot of stock in Thon and Thon yeah. maker. Yeah. And what's his brother, maker maker? Is his brother maker maker? maker? Yeah, M-A-K-U-R maker. Maker maker. One of them went to Oregon. Who went to Oregon? Is that Thon maker? Thon. I don't think Maker went to college. I think he went 
overseas and I have think you seen that well Wimbe have you seen that Wimbe Yama guy? Oh yeah, they got this high here, yeah. Is he is he more impressive than Chet? Because Chet was that impressive. Yeah, I think that, I think he's more like a Giannis type. You know, he's I, so I he's, tall and skinny though. I think he's going to end up being like Giannis. You know, Giannis when he first got into the NBA couldn't shoot worth a crap, and then he just he was also six eight. He was yep. also six eight when he got drafted. Yeah. What is he, seven foot now? Six eleven and a half. I think he's listed as seven. Which I didn't realize until like two weeks ago, maybe two months ago, that they measure basketball players with shoes on. Yeah. That's stupid. I mean, it is. Like, you're not really that tall. Because if you're wearing, you know, two-inch thick basketball shoes and you're 6'10", guess what? You're seven feet. Have you seen some of those running shoes, Hoka and all those running shoes? Oh, yeah. You could easily get two inches on those yeah, shoes. Yeah, easy. Easy. Plus have you, have you seen the, the tips? What did you say? And you put insoles in there, and then you get another quarter inch from the insole. But they do tips and tricks about, like, what's your standing reach, and they don't actually, like, reach all the way up, and then they do the standing burp. Yeah. And then have they you get seen that? Yeah. Yeah, it's like it's training with agents, and they're like, "That's as high as I can reach up." When actually they can reach like actually six inches higher than that. Yeah, just standing there. I mean, like ridiculous that they're like, "Oh, I have a shoulder impingement. I can't really reach that." <laughs> and so everybody's got like a forty-one inch vertical eight when really they've got like a thirty-four inch, which is still freakishly impressive. I'm I'm not yeah. trying to say that it's not impressive, but all right, we're we'll done. Uh, what? You gotta know how to work the system. You gotta know how to work the system. Yep, yep, definitely. All right. We're almost in an hour. Is that enough? Yeah. We put them through enough. All right. Are me and you gonna record one tomorrow if if Jason doesn't? Yeah. I'll be good. I think we gotta get right. You're you're out of capacity after Thanksgiving? I mean after Christmas? Yeah. I'm I'm leaving on Tuesday and I'm not coming back until like the weekend. So we need to do another one tomorrow. We can. I just got to come up with some funny stuff. I got some Michael Vick stuff I want to talk about. You could put My you could Aaron just like add some sound bites from Jason in there, sprinkle them in every now and then like he's here. I think he's got to do that for episode thirteen because it's really funny. But then me and you just say like. What, Jason? And then it's just dead air for like 10 seconds. Like, yeah, yeah. Okay, let's get back to the funny. <laughs> you need to have him call so, you on the phone and record it and just have him just say crap. And then he can just, you know, be like, all right, that was funny. We just added him at this point. I was thinking just randomly just play in. Just add sound clips. Yeah. Could do that. Where, where he was talking. It's really on air, and I don't, I don't know. Or just it's make it's actually pretty funny. He doesn't talk that much, so it's actually pretty funny when we just don't respond to him. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I'll send it to you and let you 
what you think. All right. All right, brother. Love you. All right. Love you. Talk to you tomorrow. All right. Set